Hi, I'm Jay Fallon, and thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope. So over the last 12 months, maybe even longer, there's been a lot of talk about food shortages, the possibility of food shortages, also about food distribution, about farms being closed down, uh, factories being closed down, and people questioning how we're going to be feeding the world, uh, the, the, the global population in general. Also, if you know anything about the Bible and you, you listen to Bible prophecy teachers, you will know that there's quite often references to uh, what Paul wrote in 1 Timothy, uh, specifically 1 Timothy 4, where Paul says that there will come a time in, in the future, in latter times, uh, where people will be forbidding to marry uh, and commanding to abstain from meats or other translations say abstain from foods and Paul saying these are foods that uh, that God made that we're supposed to be able to eat that we are as Christians or anyone can eat now I'm saying all this because there's been a big push uh, lately in probably the last I've noticed that the last 12 months anyway has been a big push about eating insects and integrating insects into part of our diet and especially after we've seen some of the farms around the world being shut down for various reasons and all the talk about climate change and the supposed alleged climate emergency that the world is facing um, and governments communities are talking about eating insects and cutting back on farming animals and the supposed destruction that the gases they do and the devastation or destruction that supposedly farming brings upon our world. All this to talk about this article coming through from The Guardian on the weekend. The headline says, let them eat bugs. UK urges hunger-stricken African nations to farm insects. So the UK aid spending is encouraging hunger-stricken Africans to eat insects with projects aiming to develop the practice in the Democratic Republic of the Congo and Zimbabwe. Edible insects have long been touted as a resource-efficient source of protein, requiring less land and water than conventional livestock. However, taste and cultural resistance have proved to be stumbling blocks in extending the practice in many parts of the world. <laughs> taste and cultural i've got to say look i i love uh, i love fish i'm not a, a massive steak eater but i do love a good t-bone steak every now and then and i absolutely love salmon salmon fish uh anyway uh, the thought of eating insects doesn't really uh doesn't really get the juices flowing doesn't really make my mouth water anyway continues on says in a move to realize the substantial on paper benefits of insect eating a 50,000 pound UK and project aid project in the DRC is putting African caterpillars, migratory locusts, and black soldier flies on the menu. Oh, wow. The black soldier flies just put me right off. So the initiative is being spearheaded in the north and south Kaivu provinces of the DRC, where cattle farming is one of the few ways to make a living for rural inhabitants. But as the population in these regions grow, space for animal husbandry is dwindling and beef farming is putting a strain on water supplies. So 23 species of insects are already consumed in the south Kaivu region. Region, although the Congolese does not usually farm them, 
instead opportunistically gathering them depending on the season. Edible insects commonly eaten in the region include the African palm weevil, the litter beetle, termites and crickets. The Catholic Agency for Overseas Development, uh, which is CAFOD, a charity in England and Wales, hopes the Congolese will begin farming insects in an industrialized manner. CAFOD did not respond to a Guardian inquiry about how it intended to use the money. Meanwhile, in Zimbabwe, another development project is underway to use mopane worms in porridge served in schools. The slimy green caterpillars. Oh yeah, I, you heard you heard right. Slimy green caterpillars, which turn into emperor moths, are already commonly picked for consumption from vegetation during the rainy seasons in rural parts of Zimbabwe. With three hundred thousand pounds from the aid budget, officials are planning to feed poor children aged seven to eleven in the southern town of Gwanda and in the capital Harar a bug-laced gruel, which they see has the benefits of being rich in crucial vitamins and minerals, including phosphorus, potassium, iron, copper, zinc, manganese, sodium, vitamins B1 and B2, and niacin. The project's leader, Dr. Alberto Fiore, a professor of food chemistry and technology at Aberte University in Dundee said Zimbabweans rely heavily on maize, which is low in protein, essential minerals, amino acids, and fatty acids. Uh, Fiore said he and his team concocted a formula that combines locally farmed mopane worms with cereals and fruits that do not need to be imported. A significant benefit as the war in Ukraine and the, and the strong US dollar make foreign grown foods increasingly excess, inaccessible. Although unwilling to disclose his recipe uh, before the publication of the study's data, Fiore did say his insect-based porridge contained grains including uh, sorghum and millets. He said he was sure the dish was palatable, with his research team having conducted consumer taste tests in Scotland, a country long associated with porridge. Whipping up the bug-based meal is only the first stage of the project. A random, a randomized controlled trial will be conducted to see if children who eat the breakfast perform better at school and if their weight becomes healthier. Dr. Sarah Bainan, the founder of the Bug Farm in uh, Pembrokeshire and an academic entomologist, said aid projects promoting edible insects were a sure way to save lives and improve nutrition of the poorest people on planet earth she said we are also actively encouraging people in the developed world to include insects in their diet with a population that has an appetite set to far exceed the planetary limits and with current agricultural agriculture decimating biodiversity and changing the climate there you go we have the reference to climate change we have no option but to change how we produce and consume food and our views on the topic too so there you go is this where the world is heading towards eating insects they are blaming the climate blaming climate change making us think we have to change the way we do things and look it might be a good thing to change the way we do things with our farming practices but do we really have to go down a road where 
we were eating insects. Furthermore, will this go down the road where, as the Apostle Paul said 2,000 years ago, there will come a time where we will be forbidden, people will be forbidding us to eat certain foods because of, I'll put it to you this way, because of climate change and the alleged climate change disaster, the impending climate change disaster, are we looking at a time when in the very near future, governments will start to ban people from farming, ban people from from growing cattle, from growing sheep, ban people from farming practices or farming altogether and try and force people into eating insects. Is that where we're going? Very strange times. I, for one, do not want to eat some kind of manky porridge with green bugs in it. And I love porridge with lots of milk, full cream milk, and a dash of cream. Anyway, is this where we're going? Insect eating. Is this really what we want to do? And who was really behind this push? It's a, uh, it's a, strange, a strange direction I think the world is going. And uh, I, for one, do not want to be eating insects as a part of my my dietary fiber plan anyway that's just my opinion tell me what you think thank you for listening to the slippery slope